Hi, I'm Barrington Brennan, counseling psychologist and marriage and family therapist with your daily relationship nugget. This segment today is part two of the topic, It's Time to Close the Church Door. And I want you to sit up and listen to this very important message. Every day, well-intentioned Christians listen to messages similar to the ones Sarah heard. That message, Stop Thinking of Your Own Needs, is taught by sincere, well-intentioned Christian teachers who only want to help people obey the Savior. The problem is that it's not a biblical message. Could this be the message many parents are hearing why they refuse to stop and, and care for themselves and their families? We can be very active in church. We can even try to be nice and helpful to all we meet. However, the most helpful people in the world are those who have been helped. As Dr. Clouds write it, writes it, The most comforting people in the world are those who have been comforted. The most understanding people are those who have been understood. The most loving people are those who have been loved. End of quote. Dear parents listening today, please stay at home tonight with your children. Give them time to grow and enjoy life. Don't take them to church seven nights a week. Provide for them the environment that is healthy, a healthy balance between leisure time, church, and schoolwork. Remember, you can be so busy working for the Lord that you can destroy your relationship with him and your family. Some Christian husbands and wives are so holy and heavenly they are of no earthly good to their spouses. Let's stay at home tonight, baby. It's certainly time to close the church door and stay home to nurture your soul. I encourage you, as dear Christians yourself, to keep your children in prayer, but do not get overly involved in their lives. However, it is good to take the time to express your concern to your son about his over-involvement in church activities and what you have observed about the effects it has on the children. Then after you would have done that, leave them alone and pray for them as much as you can. Too often, I meet individuals who have misplaced priorities. In our society, it is not uncommon for parents to put children above their spouses or church, or church involvement above family life. We must learn how to set our priorities. What should be on our list of priorities? Here are a few things we can consider. Here they are. Career or job. Spouse. Education. Church children, God, friends, an extended family, and maybe fun time. Out of these, which one should come first? Yes, which one should come first? Let me read it again. Career or job, spouse, education, church, children, God, friends, and extended family. Which one should come first? As expected, no one would have a problem agreeing that God 
should always be number one in our lives. However, what comes next is the f- is the problem. If the person is married, the next on the list of priority is the spouse, and his or her marriage, followed by the children. Note carefully that the church isn't mentioned yet. Okay, and putting God number one is different from putting the church number one. That's key to remember. First of all, there are differences between having a personal relation with God and being involved in church activities. Although they are both important, they are both separate entities in our lives. Many think that if they know God, then He expects us to sacrifice everything for Him. They say, if we make an honest sacrifice for God, He will never forsake us, and all our needs will be met. This is a myth. Usually children suffer the most with this type of philosophy. One of my favorite authors, Ellen G. White, an inspired non-professional expert on family life, makes an important statement on the subject. She states, Every family is a church over which the parents preside. The first consideration of parents should be to work for the salvation of their children. When the father and mother as priest and teacher of the family take their position fully on the side of, the, of Christ, a good influence will be exerted in the home. And this sacrifice and influence will be felt in the church and will be recognized by every believer. Because of the great lack of piety and sanctification at home, the work of God is greatly hindered. End of quote. That quote is found in Child Guidance, page 549. Uh, note the emphasis in Ellen White's statement. She makes it clear that if parents place their family, life, and children number one priority, children would grow up in a better environment that will also influence the church life. Note it is not the other way around. Families make up churches and not churches that make up families. In other words, when there is a, a strife in home, it is seen in the church. In fact, there is no strife in the church that did not start in the home. If we would understand this concept, parents would be more happy to spend as much time as possible at home with their children. Little children cannot grasp the concept of an invisible, all-powerful God who was up in heaven ministering on our behalf. Therefore, parents, stand in the place of God to your children. The children's concept of God will be gathered from the relationship their parents have with them. Here is this quote. The family is the key in its significance because it is the place where the relationship skills are learned well or poorly. And if the family is a social organization in which these skills are learned first, then the family becomes central to the process of disciple-making. It is a place where disciple-like relationship skills are learned, and it is a primary group in which disciple-making takes place. That's a quote from the book, A New Design for Family Ministry. With this in mind, we cannot forget that in order for parents to be good mothers and fathers, they must first be happy husbands and wives. Listen to this quote. This would mean that the marriage comes first, even before church activities. All other people and events come after the marriage, children, 
parents, work and play all benefit most by marital priority instead of marital sacrifice, because the marriage is the central unit to all other, other possesses. The stronger the basic unit, the stronger the rest of the system. End of quote. One effective way to keep the family and not the church first in your life is to have a couple night, one night a week, a date night you might say. If there are children, there should be a family night also. The couple should select a night that they should dedicate to themselves and no interruptions and no interferences from relatives or friends. They can go out to a restaurant, walk down a famous street, walk on the beach, visit a garden, watch a movie together. Whatever you do, it is your night to be together. Then in addition to that, if children are in the family, there should be a night dedicated to full concentration of the children alone. Wonderful activities can be planned, and it could be a joyous time for children. I also suggest fathers date your daughters, mothers date your sons. Have a good times with them. Put them first in your life after you would have put your spouse first. You have been listening to your daily relationship nugget. I am Barrington Brennan, keeping a smile on your heart. <laughs>